Are you enjoying this free audiobook from Scribble.com? You may not know that Scribble has much more than just free audiobooks. Audiobooks, ebooks, we're adding new titles all the time. You can skip these ads and get higher quality audio files by purchasing audiobooks on Scribble. Even better, every audiobook you buy from Scribble comes with the ebook at no additional charge. Visit us at scribble.com. That's S C R I B L dot com. Now, back to the show. Chapter 17 I know for sure that what we dwell on is who we become. Oprah Winfrey Hey! shouldn't have done that, Gary. You shouldn't have killed them. He'd been running in the rain for miles, yet he was barely out of breath. The world was against him, and he needed to get back home. No one would come there. They couldn't cross any of the bridges. He'd be safe for a while. I understand what party played, but what does it gain, him or you? Revenge for the Oneida, he said. Leave me alone. I know what to do. Leave you to your fate? What may come, he thought. He picked through the tree branches. They were wet and didn't break, but bent back and kept whipping him. In the distance, he could see the spirit running with him. First as a badger, he followed him down the hillside. And then the wolf kept peace as he stalked through the woods. Was he waiting for the bad spirit brother to overtake him? What was he waiting for? Why did he ever fight for the good twin? fight for good brother twin spirit because that is what all men do. They fight for light against darkness. No one who is sane embraces the dark. Don't you see that? He couldn't remember what it was about Oprah that he loved so much. What did she care about him anyway? Why should she? I care. He stopped at the edge of the woods. Below a gorge dropped off. The erosion was spectacular. The rage in the river cut away the smooth grating. The mudslide that pushed through here must have been terrific. He saw all kinds of debris embedded into the side. It was a ten-foot drop at least into the twisting black waters. Gary! He ignored her. The rain washed away any tears he had for leaving her behind. He knew what it meant to do such a thing. He was doing what only madmen did. Always, the greater world needed men like him to avenge the weak and defenseless in dark times. He was a hero for those twisted souls. Deep in the river, twisted waters swept twisted souls away into nothingness. The white man made him an empty no-face doll. 
The wolf snarled at his back. It leapt at him, and he tumbled down the side of the gorge. Branches and sharp rock tore at his skin like claws. Warm blood smeared his back, a welcome relief from the cold rain, but plunging into the cold black water changed that right away as his muscles stiffened and he was pulled down and over by the current. The wolf saved him. Teeth bit deep into his leg and dragged him across the furious river, flinging him into the air. Mud filled his mouth as he landed flat on the opposite side. If he slid even an inch, he'd be dragged back into the water. He scrambled up the gorge and pulled himself up over the edge. He had nothing left in him, so he slept there in the mud and dreamed of the breaking of the world. When he woke, the sky had become brighter by a shade, but the rain had not let up. He was sure that he was not going to wake up alive, that he'd been in the sweet embrace of the great spirit's strong brown arms. He looked up to see that the wolf waited for him, staring, panting, and eager to move on. He smelled blood on its breath. It was pungent, like dead fish. The hair matted all around the wolf's face, drawing his snout and ears back into a very pointed angle. The wolf growled at him, teeth stained black, splintered with meat. He turned over and looked to the opposite side of the gorge. She wasn't there. He tried to think about the makeup lines on her beautiful face, crisp and perfect. Her voice was no longer there. Had the wolf not been so close, he'd have taken time to cry for his infidelity. She deserved to help those who could actually be saved. He already gave his heart to the bad spirit, brother. I've chosen you, bad brother, he said. The wolf growled again and then turned. It ran off down the muddy field toward his house. He lifted himself up from the ground, mud suctioning to him in one last effort to try to prevent him from going on. He limped home. They'd be coming for him eventually. This could not end until someone else died. by Lon S. Cohen. To find out more, please visit www.coincide.blogspot.com. This patio book is a production of Zilco Studios. (laughs) (laughs) 